This is black. I was in a conversation recently about our state of disposition in the world today where we have to pick a side. And when picking a side, we we actually have to go at each other. You know, we have to figure out a way to attack and defend, meaning that we're not really listening to what people are saying. Uh, what we're doing is we're listening only to be able to be prepared to respond. And so that extreme level of misunderstanding creates a disingenuous, superficial, and even an inability to engage in a civilized society. I, I was thinking about a quote from Benjamin Franklin, and Benjamin Franklin explained that he was an extreme moderate. And anybody that's not in favor of moderation and compromise ought to be castrated. Now, that's not, I'm not willing to go to that extreme. But I remember hearing this quote and it caught me. Um, and, and actually, I do consider myself to be an extreme moderate. I consider myself to be someone who looks at both sides and I rest in moderation. And, and I'll tell you why. I think when we talk about picking a side and then going to the extremes that you now see on either side, it plays into a state of being that is more a destructive rather than a creative energy. Let me explain. So two forces in the universe, creative energy, destructive energy. The idea that when you have to compromise with someone, that means you have to take in in your idea and your basis for the work that you're trying to do, you have to bring not only those things you're trying to do, but what another person may be trying to do and pull them together. That creates a basis or a foundation that both sides make a, a, a progressive move forward. It's, it's a, again, creative energy. When I take the position of an extreme ideology or position that says it is what I believe and that's it, then what is implicit in that is I have to destroy other ideas, other things that are not what I want to see in order for me to have this upper hand or have what I want or whatever that case may be. And I, I learned that this challenge to the very nature of our journey and existence as human beings can keep us from becoming and moving forward in a very in the very way that humanity is designed to do as a, as a collective social group. 
with the aim and goal of humanity in its continual evolution. But the destructive nature that we have taken on and the destructive nature that is guaranteed to take place out of these um, out of these far extremes, not mod- not extreme moderation, but through these far extremes of of right or left or or right or wrong or whatever, however you want to characterize it, has been so detrimental that humanity has stalled. Yeah, we progressed in technology, you know, and I think we confuse innovation with progress. You know, we've progressed in, yeah, we made a better tire. Uh, Or we've innovated, excuse me, a better tire. But in the sense of what innovation has become to to connote, it means that our civilization is so much more uh, civilized and, and structured. And I don't think, I think that most of us, as we look at this, we can look and say, no, that's not the case. Uh, if we really step back, yeah, I, I've got better uh, uh, insulation in my home and these things, but yet, what does that mean of the human condition? What are we as a human species? That enables us to now say that as our ancestors were, we are no longer or not that we are no longer, but that we've improved, we've bettered, we've we've journeyed forward. And I don't I don't know if we can say that in an evolutionary context in a, in a and I mean evolutionary, not in a, just a physical form, but I'm talking consciousness. I'm talking about human dignity, respect, love. You know, in some instances, I would like to argue that that we haven't moved forward in these things because we've created, we've created these, remember what I'm talking about, these extremes on the, on either side, which is destructive to the very nature of the human condition because it does not embody dignity. It does not embody love. It does not embody trying to, to, to meet people and work with them and gain understanding of them where they are, so we can all move forward. Um, I was telling a gentleman not too long ago, I said, you know, I don't seek truth anymore. Um, even the idea of seeking truth is kind of a, 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 it's problematic because truth, when you speak of it, it's, it's, it's kind of understood in an absolute. I don't seek truth anymore. I seek perspective and I seek understanding, meaning that I appreciate the fact that every day, my experiences in life, the people that I've met, um, um, the very nature of information that is given to me may enhance my uh, experiences. It may enhance my perspective in order for me to move closer to the appreciation of truth. And, and there may be some ultimate truths we can agree on, or there may be some objective truths we can agree on, like the symbol for potassium is K or, you know, the mathematics or the physics of general relativity and time and space says that this is how long it takes to get to Mars if we use our current propulsion system. You know, how about that? But there may, there may be, again, some objective truths, but as far as what I'm talking about, what govern people on a daily basis, subjectivity, subjective truths. I think there's a challenge. 
because when we get into the true stage, it also when they're speaking of absolute, it means I'm right. So if I have the truth, if I have the truth and you don't agree with it, then that means you don't have the truth. I have the truth. You're wrong. That's a destructive construct. So extreme moderation, that's really, ladies and gentlemen, where we need to be. Extreme moderation is the nature of a conversation I hope we continue to have in our world about being better, about growing, about journey, about life, appreciation, coming up with solutions collectively to answer our overall human questions, solve them, or at least if, if nonetheless, uh, if not solving them, we inch closer to solving, an inch closer to understanding. This is a product of the times that we live in. I'm not saying that that previously in the past, uh, I know how we like to romanticize the past and say, oh, my God, human beings were just so much, they so much smarter. And we've never been in this situation before where we've had these these back and forth and destructive energy. I, I, I think that history speaks otherwise, that this has we have seen this before. But because we are repeating history, this goes back to my appreciation of why I don't think we're moving forward. We have to get back to a reasoning. And we've had this reasoning in time, over time, through time of how do we collectively as society, as a species, move forward. A lot of times our moving forward came out of necessity, uh, came out of suffering. Um, we don't seem to be a progressively thinking species that we try to avoid that suffering and necessity. We kind of get, you know, we, we tend to wait to a certain point, And then once we get to that point, we're like, oh, now I have to do it. So then we like to applaud ourselves on the back saying, look at what we did together. Yeah, again, out of these extremes. Um, but if we take an extreme moderate position saying, here, are, here is our journey. We realize we're already seeing issues in the road. We must move forward together. You have ideas. I have the ideas. Let them come together for the betterment of each other, for the betterment of us all. And so I leave you with that thought of an extreme moderation. I leave you with that thought of living in a balance. I leave you with the thought of understanding that we are on a collective journey together and only together will we achieve that. Hopefully that we're all trying to achieve is that continual uh, look towards finding truth. This is black.